Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Passages of the way in flight 008 That's flight 008 Please approach the gates. Your flight is ready for boarding. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you listening to the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yas and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. We don't, we don't do that here, JD. We don't, we don't do that. We really don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Why are you holding the mic like a rapper for? I don't know. I was doing this in my, um, my music GCSE. No, you need, well, to, you need to talk into the mic a little bit more. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, they can hear you out there. Why are you still holding the mic like I a don't rapper? Know, I'm sorry. <laughs> this girl's been watching too much Link Up TV. <laughs> You're okay. telling me, bro. Right, we got it. We got it. Talking to the mic, my G. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm hoping that these levels are cool and I hope that you guys can hear us. We are joined today. Well, to be honest, I should probably set the scene a little bit. Today, it is myself and Yaf from the Out of Home podcast. And we are joined by Yaf's younger sister and talented artist, Jadine. Who we just figured out is going to jump on TikTok soon. But yeah. we will go there momentarily. Yeah, momentarily, momentarily. Brother, what are you saying, man? I'm good. Um, Shouts out to the mandem. Yeah, big shout out to, to the mandem, Stephen and Kwame, who aren't with us today because they are gallivanting for Europe. Basically, bruv. Basically, that's, like, that's what's happening. I think yeah. Kwame just touched down. Everyone's in different time zones. I just see them posting bare stories, living up life. Stephen was running on the treadmill of Jordan 4s. It was all going down, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Kwame sent the video, yeah? yeah? And you know when you hear a clumpy runner? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that's Stephen running on treadmill Jordan 4s. I know it is. But why was he running on the treadmill with Jordan 4s? Because it's Stephen, isn't it? <laughs> Loyal to the soil. Loyal what to else the is soil. He running? Jo- of course he's running in Jordan 4s. Oh, my days. Jordan 1s or Jordan, Jordan 4s or Jordan 1s? I got the lyric. Rolex has got... More than one. I got minus one Rolexes. Yeah, I have not got one Apple at all. Still. I don't even have an Apple Watch. I don't even have an Apple Watch. I don't even know if I really want to like invest in one. But funnily enough, yeah, my boys have started this challenge on um, Apple Watch. Yeah. And I feel really left out. Like really, really. They're like, you man, we set a new challenge this week. Everyone join in, synchronize your watches like some fucking Power Rangers. And I'm just there looking like Zordon, real boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that is very funny, Jadine. I think you should tell this one. Okay. Well, recently it was my dad's birthday. You are holding that mic like Kwame now. Okay, okay. Please talk into the Sorry. mic. Recently it was my dad's birthday. Yeah. And obviously, Yaffi got him an Apple Watch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then um, they're in the garden now. And then Yaffi's calling him. And then he's like, <laughs> hold on, I get in the call. <laughs> and then obviously, it's Yaffi, just big flexing. Big flexing. <laughs> Oh, it's Yeah, yeah, literally. Oh, that's mad, man. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Big shout out to Tutter Pops and that. Thinks he's fly, though. He was like, watch when I go Brixton. He's like, 
call me when I'm in Brixton so he can... Because you know you can pick up the call on your watch, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's just like gassed and in his element. But I can't lie, yeah, bro, you can get one for like two, 200 on Amazon. 200. 200, you know, that's a flight to Amsterdam these days, isn't it? Basically. <laughs> It's, it's, it's definitely how much I had to pay for my flight to Amsterdam where we're going this weekend, bro. I feel like, what's the point if the same things you can do on your phone, you can do on the watch? Tell, to please, please, please. Sell the, sell the watch. Um, just look at my watch quickly. <laughs> for, for those of us who aren't in the room, Yaf is showing Jadine his watch. Tell me what information you can see at a glance. The location and the weather. What else? Does it? <laughs> and the time. What watch are you supposed to do? What else? Your location. What's that? The date. If I press one thing. <laughs> if I press one thing, I'll see my heart rate. Simply put, Apple Watches for the person who wants to be efficient with time. Okay? None of this getting your phone out of your pocket, unlocking it to see what next your next meeting is see what the weather situation is. All I need to do is glance at my watch to know what I need to wear today. Simple as that. You might have sold it to me, bro. You might have sold it to me. Efficiency at its finest. Yeah? I go play football, I see how much calories I burnt. Go to the gym, see what my heart rate's saying. I see you. You know what I'm saying? I see you, I see you. I should mention to to our listeners today that Bucket Hat Yaf has now... Well, Bucket Hat Yaf season... Season, yeah, yeah. ...has commenced. Yaf is uh, in my home sporting his infamous... Bucket hat, bucket hat. <laughs> I was thinking about um, getting one this year, like the fisherman one, you know, like Ooh, the one with the string. Fire. Bit, 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 bit fire. Round the brim. You know, I've got old school, uh, it's grey, a Nike Lab one. Is it? If you want it. Oh, yes, please, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, bring that to Amsterdam. Please. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you got enough bucket hats, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the fisherman team. Sorry, sorry, I'm gonna have to take that one. Did you bring that to Toronto? No, you know. No, I don't think Bucket Hat Yaf was a thing yet. The Bucket Bucket Hat Yaf was cultivated during Corona. Ah, uh, no yes. trim season. No trim season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, what a delight! What a delight! What an absolute delight! Well, I should actually introduce the the podcast. You are listening to the Out of Fun podcast, uh, a show brought to you by four Londoners capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own. In the building, one building, representing that plus four, four operation. You have myself, Kieran, Loki, Big Key from the South Side. Yeah, yeah. We have Bucket Hat Yaf, the bold rebel. It is the Caribbean connection. It is the island massive. We are taking over. And we are joined, as I said earlier, by Jadine Downs. Artist extraordinaire, <laughs> sings on the side, and does acting when she's ready. Hey, don't know about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, I can't lie, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that's um, been happening and is going to happen. All right, all right. And I'm very excited about it. Oh yeah, please, bro, please, bro. Let's 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 dive into that a little bit. So, um, I'm not even sure if this counts as what made me smile, but tomorrow evening I'll yep. be flying to Amsterdam. Hours after Kieran would have arrived. Yes, yes, yes. And this weekend, we have tickets. Behind, BTS tickets, might I add, to go to Oh My Festival for, in Rotterdam. For those of you that don't know, BTS is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. VIP. Shouts out to the plug. Shout two out to times. Two times. Maybe five. 
Maybe six. Maybe six. How many tickets we got? God damn. Anyway, let me stop spilling the beans. Um, <laughs> it's going to be lit. I just created a group chat, by the way. I don't Did know if you? you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. With us and the rest of the men. Um, it's going to be a shutdown. I'm very excited. <laughs> He's called the group chat Big Moves. <laughs> he has called the group chat Big Moves. I don't know whether or not I like it or I love it, but <laughs> we're here. <laughs> oh, snap. All right, yeah, I'm going to get involved in that yeah, a little bit later. Yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good. The lineup is strong. It just feels like summer. Yes. It feels like summer. Bro, you know the last time we went was four years ago. Ridiculous. Four, it was my two-year anniversary in Amsterdam. Or two, oh, my. Yeah, oh, my. He was performing. Uh, Meek Mill was the headline yeah, act. I remember that. Hey. Yeah, Meek Mill was the headline act. That was a, a time of yesteryear when Yaf and I were on different things. Mm. Completely different mm. things. We've leveled now. Leveled and moved on and grown as men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's headlining this year then? Say again. Who's headlining this year? Um, let me get the let me I actually get the, the headline, the, the there's lineup. A, there's up. a few there's a few good artists. Yeah. Um, I saw little TJs there. Wizkid. Wiz, is Wizkid there, yeah? Yeah, Wizkid. Okay. Major League DJs. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Bro, what they got was them, I looking they got at, them at like the bottom of the flyer in that. Fam, that's yeah, probably yeah, why yeah, I didn't yeah. see them. Major scenes. Rema's gonna be there. Lil Baby. Lil Duck. You see it? Tory Lane. Tiger. <laughs> Rick Ross. Omale. Yeah. Yeah, bro, it's going to be sick. Steph London. She's Ty from as well. Yeah. Gen- genuine. Hey. Hey, listen. You seen the video of him curving the woman? <laughs> no. You seen it? No. Oh, my days. I'm going to find this and It's funny. Hey, listen, you might find me in the genuine set in those jeans. <laughs> You get me so anxious. Yep, you. My pony. You get me. I might be in there. I might be in there. I might be in there. I'm looking to capture some content whilst we're there too. So obviously check out, make sure you check out the Out of Home podcast. And, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And, and the IG and all of those good things there. You get me. Um, yeah, I know you, you were just about touching what made you smile, but yeah. I'm going to ask you yeah. the question officially. Bro, what made you smile this week? Um, very simple one. Yesterday, I played football for like two and a half hours. Two and a half hours? Very simple, yeah. So about 10 That's to 11 years ago, me and my boys... a game and extra time. Trust me. Me and Was my boys started playing yet? weekly around... <laughs> there might as well have been. But we basically, we started playing football around the area, but there's a really nice pitch um, in a park called Larkle Park. Big shout out to Larkle Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a, lunch, a bunch of ballers, actually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't yeah, you know, I mean didn't come through for my dreams, but hey. It's fine, bro. Still living them out like yeah. I did yesterday. Of course, of course. Two and a half hours is a long time. <laughs> okay. Um you not catch me playing football for two and a half hours. Bro. But you know what it is? It just felt like such a release and I felt like such a kid. Mm. And I was thinking about afterwards, yeah. And I feel like sport and football has taught us so much that we haven't even realized. Yep, yep, yep. Like touch, touch on some of that stuff. There's though. certain there's certain leadership skills. Right people skills, communication skills that yeah. I feel you just naturally have that you take for granted that mm. you've learned through sport. Yeah, yeah. In our case, football, innit? Yeah. And it's just like, there's bare youngers now that come and play and we don't know each other but we just instantly click mm. or build a connection because we kind of have to because we're playing on the same team and then you find out about them afterwards, you talk. Yeah, that's it. And it's a very social, like football's a very social thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Whether you're playing casually or at a high level mm. it's something where you're always interacting with people you always have to like have some sort of a connection with them 
And I was just thinking about this morning. I was like, rah. I feel like a lot of what I have is from football and I didn't actually realise it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about it? Because I know that um, you're, uh, you know, you're a big sportsman too. To, to, to touch on that, like what you said about the, the lessons you learn when you play sport, it wasn't until like later on in my like professional career as away from football who I was like, oh, snap, like, I've had to work in teams. I've had to be a leader. I've had to be able to organize people, like work with people from a different culture, um, communicate in with people that don't necessarily speak my language. And it's like football being such a universal language, you're able to, yeah, touch on all of those different things that help you throughout life. I, I have this saying, which is really funny. Not say, Not funny, but it's like I use it in times when you can't really explain certain things or when things are very tough, you can say like life is football because you can almost like use, use the analogy or an- analogies to make anything make sense. So you know when like, for instance, um, you are t- you're talking to your brethren and you're saying how like, you know, you got to talk to the senior management in, in whatever. You can just be like, yo, I need to go talk to the gaffer. Like something mm. as simple as that, which can go as far as, remember when we were talking the other day and I was um, trying to get through the security at, at, the at Skipple. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I, I had to play between the lines. Yeah, 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 stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, to get yeah, through yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah, like yeah. if you played football, true. you can kind of like relate certain things. But Almost I, everything. Stephen does it very well. Oh, very, very well. Very well. And like, obviously, if he was here, he'd be able to give us a list off a bunch oh, of those things. You know what I'm saying? Tactical masterclass. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> you, see, you see what I mean? But I yeah, like, ironic. But, sport, but sport in itself is just like a beautiful tool for young people to just like sharpen those tools that you might not get anywhere else in the world, you know? And um, yeah, I, I'm a big advocate of preaching to not even preaching if I speak to young players it's like the stuff that you've learned it's that, mad isn't it that can carry you yeah, through yeah, anything you know what I'm saying so. how, how do you feel Jay because you're not someone who like grew up playing sport you was around it through us obviously but how, what's your point of view on it and please talk into the mic okay. I've never been like a very big sports person mm. like I'm not gonna lie but I definitely see like the advantages it could give someone yeah Um, like I feel like even just conversing with people who like are very involved in sport. They're very, uh, what's the word? Extroverted. Extroverted and they know how to communicate as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they just have true. a certain confidence to them as well. Yeah, definitely. That's really interesting. Yeah, because you have to be confident to play sport, I would definitely say. Yeah, I never thought. I, feel like I, never, I, I never thought about it like that. I don't know. I've seen some janky players, bro. <laughs> I've seen some janky players. I was going to say, I never really thought about it like that. But like, to actually perform and to compete yeah, especially exactly. in front of people yeah, you would have to have some confidence. level of confidence yeah, in yeah. you to be like I think I'm good enough at this mm. game to be able to play in front of people yeah. and with people yeah. to kind of show off my talents and it's it's really funny when you actually think about how um, some people actually lose that confidence after mm. playing sport or, or, or separating themselves from sport mm. I for one went through that as well mm. as, a, as a person when it's like lost football and it was like oh who am I and you just yeah. find your time to find your confidence back but really and truly it doesn't really leave you because if you're been, you've been playing for such a long time mm. and been in those environments then all you have to do is apply my saying mm. life is football and then yeah and then it continues. And then it continues. <laughs> if life is football, bro, you've done every... I think you... Do you I have mean, that tattered somewhere? Not yet, but I am. I feel like you, yeah. I feel like... 
<laughs> Life is football. <laughs> because because the, the the funny thing is about it is like you've been in so many situations. You've you've met good managers, bad managers. You've met people that want your spot, don't want your spot. You've met people that you get on with, you don't get on with. And like, throughout life, you're going to be tried and tested by loads of different people. And you've probably met them in a football environment or a sporting environment. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're all humans mm. at the end of the day, but you come across so many people really in that like environment. Concept, you know? Brother, life is football. I really like life this is football, Why man? have you not told me this before? <laughs> I'm sure I have. This is the first I'm sure time I'm hearing it. Really? Life is football. Yeah, life is football, man. Wow. And bro, and, if, and the next time you're in any sort of situation that's unrelated to sport, put a sporting cloak over it. Or, and then slide tackle someone. And slide tackle somebody, bruv. Slide <laughs> tackle someone. Or hit a diag. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like... Hit a couple of those yesterday. Yeah, two and a half hours. Right. And then, and then if you do something good, huh, the, left, the left foot touch is mad. Do you know what I mean? Or when someone's under pressure, you could say, I put him right on his toes there. Or when you, or you be like, oh, how's your touch? When you drop someone, put someone underneath the bus. Like, there's so many little things you can say that like just correlate to sport and, and football. I love that. Big agreeance with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting to see it now, isn't it? Yeah, I am. <laughs> starting to see the vision still. <laughs> yeah, trust me. You ever told the story of Osse and everyone going to his match? Jadine is boying. <laughs> Jadine is taking the piss. <laughs> Came here for spicy talks. Do, 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 do people want to hear this shit? Yeah? yeah, of course, man. All right, cool. So, uh, there were three young boys growing up. So, obviously, me, Osei, and Niall. Yes, yes. Osei is the middle child. Um, arguably the most talented out of all three of us. Most naturally talented. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have to say. Um, but let's I, just say his is, confidence is didn't that, necessarily shine through. Is that because he's the middle child? I, I, I have a theory about this, but please continue your story and we'll get back to it. Just remind me. Mm. And then we have to go middle around child. about um, like the rest of our what okay. made you smile and stuff. Okay. Uh, so, I'll naturally most talented. Yeah. Didn't have the most confidence. I can understand why he, you know, got knocked a couple of times. I remember this faithful day when we all playing for the same team, but just yeah. different age groups. And we went to like the end of year celebrations, right? And uh, I think my age group had cleaned up that year. Hella yeah. tro- bruv, trophies, bro. <laughs> tro- bruv, trophies? Bruv. No trophies. space on the shelf. Fam. No <laughs> space left on the shelf. If Jenny's listening to this, she's going to laugh at me and Abby as well because they still take the piss out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like I had trophies on my shelf up until about 26 and a half years of I age. I love that, man. Probably 27 years. Bro, I love that you should keep them up, man. Bro, I have trophies from when I was like 11. You know, on that shelf. you know, you know, I have no trophies of like, like for playing football. I have more trophies of gymnastics. Oh, yeah. Busting it, yeah. Man said busting <laughs> it. But, 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 it up. <laughs> it up. In a, in a leotard, too. In the leotards. Hey. <laughs> I was really good. Hey. I, actually, I actually competed at like uh, a national school level. I remember after the World Cup final in 2018, mm. you did this mad... You said you used to do gymnastics. I was yeah. like, nah, you didn't, bro. You're capping. And you just did this mad move. I was like, you definitely did gymnastics, bro, back in the day. And I'm, oh, I remember I that. I believe you. Yeah, that was yeah, on yeah. Rembrandt. Um, Liza Flying or something. Uh, yeah. No, Rembrandt. Yeah, Rembrandt. Rembrandt. Yeah, Rembrandt. Rembrandt. Yeah, Rembrandt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, Anyway, hella trophies. Shouts out to my trophies. I actually don't know where they are anymore. But anyway, we move on. Um, Niall's team wins trophies. Osei's teams, like, they, they didn't do so well, but they're getting, like, some sort of, I, I don't know what the award was, accolades. And um, Osei, almost like, um, 
sympathetically, the coach says like, the, <laughs> the award for the participation, <laughs> participator of the year goes to, didn't even call out his full name, bruv. As if, as if to say he doesn't even know man's name because he hasn't played. <laughs> O-Downs. O-Downs. <laughs> participator of the I'm season. Just gonna say O-Downs. O-Downs. <laughs> I was like, this guy is mocking it. Ose's been going to training every week, paying his subs. Man don't even know his first name. Doesn't even know his first name. <laughs> That's so name. rude. That's so rude. The match. I actually still remember this, this match. Oh, fam. So anyway... Uh, the next season, I think Ose's um, confidence had taken a knock and he goes on to being a goalkeeper. Don't know who inspired him. I'd be curious to know what, what he watched what player, what player? to sort of gas him up to be a goalkeeper. But who does who, Ose support Arsenal? This guy, no. So Liverpool, yeah. He supports Liverpool So it now. could have been Jersey Dews. Bro, this guy used to... No, no, no. Ose's... Ose's if, if, if anyone knows our family, our whole family's crazy, including Nala. <laughs> but the Ose is the craziest out of all of us. That's a fact. I'll say he's the craziest, right? Um, this guy has supported Arsenal in his time. Fulham. What? Fulham. What? <laughs> I think even Chelsea at one point and then settled on Liverpool. Anyway, goes in goal. Wow. Um, and there's there's like a game against their rivals, Santley. I don't know if you've ever heard, heard of Santley. No, 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 no. Real South London team. They used to play at Brockwell Park. Was okay, home ground. okay. Um, so I'll say played for them. So we've gone to this game and they're playing their rivals. And Ose's on the bench. Goalkeeper, he's on the bench. He's the backup, backup dancer. So we've all gone to watch the whole family, might I add, every single one of us. To the fact Jay Dean still remembers this when Ose was young playing football, yeah? The whole family's t- pulled up, yeah? And we've driven from like Stockholm to Dulwich. It was like, when you're young, that's kind of a mission, isn't it? It's yeah, like yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. 25 that's minutes. Actually long, bro. It's a day out, basically. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. We pulled up to Dulwich now. Team sheets come in. Ose hasn't made the first 11. We're like, all right, cool, whatever, innit? We're just here for a good day. Did out. he play for Pello? No, no, no. He played... Uh, I think he actually... No, he played for Santley and he was playing against Southbank. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I think the manager has clocked that the whole family's here. Like, let's try a ting, innit? Like, let's try and make this work. So, the team's winning, I think, 2-0, right? As in uh, Southbank? Osei's team is oh, winning Santley. 2-0. San- okay, yeah. Cruise control. Okay. So, I think my man, like, 10 minutes left, like... The whole the youth's whole family is here in Ireland. Let me just dash my man. Tuno is also one of the most uh, precarious scorelines in football. If he didn't know, bro, <laughs> for reasons Yaf will now display. Bro, <laughs> so we're all watching. I mean, you know, we're happy. Ose's on. He's a goalkeeper. So there isn't too much action. The team are cruising, as I said. So it's cool, isn't it? There's not really too much to kind of like marvel at. But. I feel like Ose wanted to make it interesting for the spectators, <laughs> the 11 spectators on the side. So the first, the first ball kind of comes to him, yeah? Yeah. It's, like, it's a bit shaky, bit shaky. Obviously, mm. Rusty probably hasn't played in ages. The Didn't warm up properly. Just, probably just bought him on again because we're here, right? Yeah. It's a bit shaky, but like, all right, whatever, you know. Next thing comes in, like, a guy shoots from, like, 20 yards. Ose's jumped, like... Way before time, completely missed the ball. My man's packed out Ose from 20 yards. It's not looking good, bruv. It's 2-1 at this point. It's not looking good, fam. It is not looking good. By the way, there was 10 minutes to go. Ose's come on, got packed out inside like the first two minutes. Shaky first touch, packed out the second time. 
So we're like, all right, Confident cool. Shot. You know them ones there, yeah? When every all the family's silent. <laughs> Everyone is just watching in like borderline embarrassment. What's, what's your dad doing at this point as well? Going crazy. <laughs> so embarrassed. Because it's like, everyone can see the writing on the wall. As soon as my man jumped too high to catch that ball and gets packed out 20 yards, it's like we knew what was going to happen. Needless to say, somehow, or say, single-handedly, manages to throw the game out of the window and they end up losing 3-2 inside 10 minutes. Oh, I'll say had some bet against oh, this team. Oh, my <laughs> days, fam. I don't think my dad has ever been more disappointed Seriously? in his life. Oh, my Bro, God. Bro, I will never... Forget that. Thing. No way, man. Shouts out to Ossie. Shouts Shout out, out to, to goalkeepers. No, well, <laughs> what I was going to say about middle child, uh, middle child syndrome yeah. is uh, you said that he's probably the most talented, but um, probably like the least confident out of you mm. and now, right? In football. In football. In football. Yeah. In football. But like the, the, the interesting thing is, is that as the middle child, the oldest occasion, well, on occasion or in some, some families, obviously they're first. So that's the first child. Then you, you get the second child and then obviously the your parents then become a little bit more like invested into your, the second child. And then the last child, well, the last boy, now, yeah? And then obviously they, they'd spend a lot more time there. What then tends to happen is that like the middle child is always vying for attention between the oldest child and the youngest child. So like what ends up happening is that they just go away in their own like worlds mm. and they end up like they end up becoming really good at certain things because like they have so much time to themselves where they haven't necessarily got, I wouldn't say necessarily say um, attention, but it's like the lack of attention. They end up finding ways to entertain themselves, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, and like, and, that, and then they, they just like have these, not weird, but they just end up having like these interests yeah, that are mad just hobbies. mad hobbies that yeah. you're like when did you pick that up he put me onto this anime called one piece yeah one piece i don't know how or where he found it <laughs> literally we're on episode a thousand now oh thousand Which, how many hours is that we worked it out uh i think 20 minutes the episode was like 33 hours which is like wow no 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 330 hours so like wow. nearly two weeks worth of time wow yeah, what the hell? But yeah, that's to, to middle Kwame, child. Kwame is a middle child. So shout out all up, shout out to all our middle childs that are listening mm. that have found out of fun podcast because they hadn't got enough attention. We are giving you the attention that you need right now. Yes. Because we love you, we understand you, we're here for you. And big shout out to Kwame because he is a middle child and he can relate to what we're about to say mm. or what I just said. Well, speaking of uh, attention, right? Let's put some attention towards you guys. Okay. What's been making you guys smile this week? Um let's uh, let's ask Jadine. Okay. Well, funny story, guys. Hey. I haven't actually told you this. I told you a lie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so on Sunday, Yaf is looking pensive. The Kate Trinada show. Yeah, Brixton, Brixton. I said to Yaffe, she got the wrong tickets. She actually got tickets for the after show. Tell, tell, tell the story. Okay, essentially, I got all dressed up, right? Put on my 110s, my right. Amexes, and went to the Kate Trinada show in O2, Brixton. Yeah, right, yeah. Come right. home now, like 20 minutes later. Everyone's confused. Everyone's like, why are you home? Well, it turns out my friend got fake tickets. <laughs> oh my <laughs> day. No. But I said to Yaffe that she got tickets for the after show by accident. No. But That's we still so got sad. tickets for the after show. So that made me smile. I might, ha- I might have something for you. An out of home exclusive. I ha- actually have tickets to his show on Saturday. 
Is it? And I don't know whether or not we'll be able to get mm. you in without us being there, but maybe we can try and pull some strings. No, it's cool because I went to the after show and the after show was popping. This one will it's be crazy. This one, it's at Soho House, isn't it? Oh, Soho House. Yeah, yeah, he's there. Well, I'm there too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if maybe we can just be like, load like Jadine and her friends are coming, so Mm-mm. you can go through. That'd be lit. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No worry about your face. Ticket, <laughs> fam. We got you, man. You get me. So that made you smile? No, because we went, went to the after show. And so it was she did crazy. get tickets to the after show. Well, we ended up getting tickets afterwards oh. in the line. It's crazy because there was a group of. <laughs> <laughs> So it was wait, a, wait, wait, wait. scalping so tickets on. without having them going no, to the no, show no. and staying outside like some beggars. What are you doing? And you know what is, yeah? We didn't realize we stayed in line for time, and we didn't even clock the tickets were fake until we actually got to the front of the line. And she tried to scan it, and oh, it wasn't it wasn't banging. But she got it from some person on Instagram, and I thought it was her friend, oh. but it was just some random stranger. How much did she pay for them? She paid like thirty five a ticket. <sighs> yeah, but it's calm. Yeah. Probably. Do you know what? It's mad, yeah? Because although these lot were moving kind of mad in the line, it reminds me of when we was in Toronto trying to get into a cabana, pool party. I don't know cabana. how, bruv. I think that is the, the greatest escape. <laughs> me and Ishmael's optimism combined is what got us into that place, bro. Because that <laughs> it was even worse than the OVO party. Bro, I've never ever felt so like unsure about myself outside of a venue ever in my life, apart from that one time to run And the worst thing about it was the sheer op- as I have said, the sheer optimism that you and Ish had. That we, were, positivity, that we were going to get in there. And I was like, there's no way in heaven Toxic positivity, that you're going to get in there. The, the worst, do the, you know when I knew it was bad? This is when I knew it was bad. When Ish looked at me and said, because we had t- we had like one ticket or two tickets. Yeah. And there was like four of us, yeah. right? When Ish goes to me, nah, man. You, who was, what was his, who was his housemate called again? James. James, yeah. yeah. He's like, nah, Kieran, you and James go in there, man, because... Obviously, me and Yaf's been there already, and I don't want you to miss it, man. You lot, you need, you lot need to go. And you oh, were yeah, being so serious. And I remember that. You know, in my head, I was like, no, nah, I can't do it, yeah? But the more Ish, like, pushed me, I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm going, yeah. So I went. And I was just, I was literally in there by myself, innit? Just like, yeah, just having a Set look. the scene of what Cabana Pool Party in Toronto, so, during Carabana, okay. is saying, so, please, for the listeners. So Cabana Pool Party is um, an outdoor space, no roof. Bare people. Oh, it's people. on the water. You can see the CN Tower from across oh, the river. Glorious. There's a, a, a VIP section with a pool. There's a, a, a general pop population area where there was just people. Like you would look over, like try and look over the crowd, and you wouldn't even know where your left hand was. Like it was packed. The sun was shining. The beats were blazing. There was gal. There was man. There was everything alcohol. in there. There was alcohol flowing, and everyone was just on a good vibe. And I stepped in there and said, "Well, I'm in here now. I don't know what's going to happen to the man then, but I'm going to try my best to like enjoy myself, hey. innit? But then I did feel a little bit guilty, so I went back outside to like whatever. I think it was the smoking area. And I managed to have a little conversation with them. And at this point, Yav and Ish are speaking to a bouncer right where I ended up being, yeah? And they are literally just smooching, like talking, like talking, waxing lyrical. Uh, Me and him are deadly combo, bruv. Honestly, I've never seen anything like it. 
and they managed to find themselves inside and we had a great time. But honestly, before I actually got into that place, I was like, there. I was actually like, let's just go in it. Like, what's, why are we still waiting here? Like, you know, when that, that feeling starts to hit you. I'm Toxic like, nah, positivity, fam. I feel like if you tell yourself something is going to happen, it's not going to happen. It's true. But That's if you say true. there's a way that we're going inside, yeah. you'll make it happen, fam. That's very true, man. That's we should do an true. episode on toxic positivity. Mm. But we need Stephen and Kwame. We definitely need the boys. Yeah, it's, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. very hard to be positive and also avoid the toxic positivity. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. But we'll save that for you all. Yeah, that, save it, save it. Um, what's been making me smile? Um, the sun. The sun has been making me smile. I can't lie. Sun is shining. The sun is shining. The weather is shout sweet. Shout out to Stephen. Yeah, the weather is beautiful. <laughs> I've never heard that song be, I've never heard Bob Marley be butchered How can you butcher Bob? How can you butcher Bob fam? Oh. He still doesn't know who the song's sung by <laughs> But no, the sun has been putting me in a great mood yeah, um, Obviously, Drake has released his um, I guess 12th studio album I think Ooh. it is Oh, maybe, maybe 10th. Go for it. When we were driving here on the way, yeah. I mentioned to Jadine that you think CLB oh, and Scorpion why did you bring it to the are at the pod, bottom man? of the table. Oh. To which Jadine agreed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She also agrees with you that Scorpion is better than CLB. Yeah. To which I fundamentally <laughs> disagree with. But it's an, it's an opinion, in my opinion. Like, it's my opinion, isn't it? It's different. Scorpion hits different. It does. I feel like I was saying the whole story around it as well. And hysteria built around it in terms of like his child and I feel like plays a lot into it. There you go, man. There you go. You guys talking with emotion over here. <laughs> we're just talking pure bangers. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. It's like two different halves. Like it's yeah. two banging. CLB can't can't chat to it. I don't think this is so this is that's my very that's my same opinion, man. Like for me, and I did say this, and Yaf tried to use it against me, like the politician that he is and lawyer. I was like, uh, it has a very sentimental value to me, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it was it came out when I um, moved to Amsterdam, and like it was, it, I was like, oh my, like oh my gosh, Drake's soundtrack to my move to Amsterdam. Uh, Jaded was also like a very like current theme to me at the time as well. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I would bang that song every day, cycle to work. What, Jaded? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. your favourite bar in Jaded? Oh, flipping hell. When he talks about um, going to like going to George's mum's house and talking about the car. I can't even remember that. Me, I just... no. See, I... I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That line. I think I like... 
Unlike guns with the ink in, you're getting under my skin. Pretty little young thing, had a nigga confidence. Yeah, bro. That part was hard. <laughs> Jay did it. Well, I like his, like the beginning. Yeah. Hey, listen, Ty Dollar Sign on that tune is instrumental. Leaving me, dipping out on me already. Hey, what, out from recordings, yeah? I guess. Quickly, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> learn yourself from me. Out of home recordings. Oh, that's yeah, that's hard. Like, see, bro, like, there's so many mo. I think, do you know what? Drake hasn't given us like a. Uh, that's like his R and B album, isn't it? That's like, and which leads me back to my point about like this whole like Drake releasing his album and why it made me so happy. Yeah, Drake now has a dance album, right? And I don't think there's an artist that t- taps into more like bags than Drake. Drake Drake has a song for every fucking mood, bro. Every single mood. And I saw the out and the slappers outpour. As well. Yeah, slappers. Slappers. I saw the outpour and the outrage of Drake. Warranted? Release. No. Not in my opinion. Not in my opinion. I, I'm going to stand by my opinion. My opinion is like whatever my opinion is. So whatever you think, I don't care. But... um. Yeah, that's a good question. Why do you think Sylvie's better? I just think Scorpion was um, was good, but CLB just has more bangers for me. Uh, but you, I think you, the type of Drake you like, Scorpio, Scorpion's not going to give it to you. No, I've, I've got a lot of songs that I like on do Scorpion. You? Yeah, 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 okay, okay, 100%. Okay. And it also came out at a time when I was living like a like a new type of life, if that mm. makes sense. Because I, I had just moved to Amsterdam, what, three months yeah, before yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that summer... Also, oh, it does have sentimental value that summer, too. It does, but I still don't think it's the better one, bro. <laughs> it is. Nah, man. There was too, too many much, slappers on there CLB. There was too much hype on CLB, man. I don't think... Like, yeah, come on, man. Oh, oh God. Here we go. Let, let me get my thing. The only song I actually proper like is Champagne Poetry. That sound uh, that's, that's hard. I love you. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have this heartbreak. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that's not even Drake. Yeah, that's, that's not even Drake. Drake I do like um, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. Which is amazing. And there's a song about Rihanna that's on it. That's quite yeah, nice yeah. as well. But after that... Let me tell you the songs that slap. Too rich for who you just got rich Champagne's again. Champagne's poetry. What? Champagne's poetry. 8 out of 10 cats. 8 out of 10. What? Are you mad? Can I get a, can I get a tally? Champagne's poetry. Oops. Slappers. Right. I think we'd all agree. All right, cool. That's the one slapper. Girls want girls with little baby. Sing it. Slappers. Sing it, sing it, sing it. I don't know. I don't okay, know. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Slapper. It's, a, it's, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good. In the Bible, slapper. Okay. Okay. You see how Gemma was slapping Luke with the fish the other day? <laughs> Slaps. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Little Dirt goes crazy. In the Bible, yes. Okay. Love All with Jay Z. No. Let's not pretend. <laughs> Who's keeping count? Because currently we're on four. You're on four. All right. You're on four. All right. Fair trade with Travis Scott. Oh, oh, wait, now your memory's coming wait, back it, in there, JD. Is it a slapper? Is it? Are we doing tally for tally? No, we're not doing this yet because in my no, opinion, no, no, we're not doing ten for ten. In my opinion, however, I'm going through the track list to tell you what songs bang. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Way too sexy. Let's not get started. No, no, That's no, six no, already. No, no. no, no I almost then you got into I'm deep not, as I'm well. Not, I'm not having. Leave it alone, I'm man. I'm having way too sexy. Fountains with tens, bro. <laughs> Come on, what are we talking about here? Uh, what no, are we talking about here, man? Scorpion. Emotionless. You lot are mocking it, bro. They're slappers. Emotionless. Yeah, you you Emotionless. God's plan. 
Yeah, if you're gonna draw, for, if you're gonna draw for, no, 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 bangers, big bangers. I just think CLB's better, man. Eight, eight out of ten. Mob ties. Yeah. Mob ties is hard. Come on. Um, Sandra's Rose is actually one of his rappy songs on there as well. Mm. Right, right. Peak. Yeah, yeah. Peak. Jaded, Jaded, obviously. Final Fantasy. Nice for what? Ooh, don't piss. Don't piss me off. There for me, there for me. Don't pi- <laughs> Whenever I hear a Lauren Hill sample, it wins yeah, for me, it. innit? Like, it's a banger, innit? Mm. Uh, I actually like Ratchet Happy Birthday, but don't, don't, yeah, don't. Um, it came out, it came out on. <laughs> It came on in Bitterzoo once. Did it? And it was slapping. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy, After Dark, with Stag Major and yeah, Ty yeah. Dollar. After Dark's crazy. Come on, man. After Dark. Come, bro. I think... They're but you both... get my point with CLB, though. I do get your point, but they're both still at the how bottom many, of this okay, thing. How many tracks are on Scorpion? Oh, don't do that. Either. No, 25, 25. Okay, 21 on CLB. CLB is not worse than Scorpion. They're both bloated, as Kwame would say. Kwame would say they're trash anyway. Kwame would say they're trash but as I was saying yeah this 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 dance album by Drake is actually banging yeah. like and I'm perfect still getting into it I think perfect timing um, I think once everybody starts to go outside have their barbecues go on holiday be around some sexy people Ooh. with some drinks Ooh. that is like that's the vibe that Ooh. Drake's doing you know fade and fade and a glass in your hand yo bruv yeah. yeah man shades on yeah man Ooh. as I said the shirt is open and the wind is hitting you might the have your side. little side bag as you well. get me side bag chains blinging you Ooh. get me all of those things man little one yeah Beyonce's new album yeah Not a album, new, song. new song yeah yeah yeah, yeah I like yeah. that too I like she's that on the as same well. vibes she's on the house vibes she's as well. on the same vibes really yeah yeah it's house thing. Commercial that came it. out today it was very nice man um, what else has been making me smile uh, quickly Love Island Love Island of course um, every day I tune in and it has honestly been giving me absolute jokes and full, like, full-time banter. I feel like we need to explain um, the Love Island hype to the, to the global audience that okay, we serve. Okay. Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine yesterday who's from ENDS and he's like, yeah, I didn't expect you to watch it. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and I had to break it down to him, bro. Yeah. I had to show him the vision. Yeah. For people in London that don't understand it, Love Island is that one thing that culturally unites everyone. Yes. It's like when England are playing. Yeah, It brings every culture together it does. to have a conversation. Mm. First thing. The second thing, it's a bit of bullshit. After a long, hard day at work, you want to decompress. You know, you want to zone out. Love Island is the ting. Even, even down to the like, shitty, cheesy type of adverts that you get on ITV2, mm-hmm. which are all around like Just Eats and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. all part of it. All part of it. All part of it. And then, of course, the drama, which is also scripted, <laughs> but adds so much entertainment value, bro. Like, Love Island is just the shit. It makes me, it makes me smile and laugh every single night. You can talk to anyone who watches Love Island for about 20 minutes easily. Easily, bro. Do you know what it is? It's like, you know how guys have sport as yeah. an instant connector if they don't know each other to right. bond? Love Island is that thing... I'm really gassing up Love Island. Today. This is so funny because <laughs> as that someone that, that connects people, for someone that doesn't necessarily watch bullshit TV or reality TV, you actually oh, like Love Island. Oh, I Bro, I was watching something with Abby on HBO Max, which is not out in the UK, which I'm very angry at, called uh, Fuckboy Island. What? Some bullshit. Like, it was terrible though. Can I? Can I? Absolute uh, trash. Before you bro. tell me what it's about, can I kind of like have a guess? Absolutely. Of what the premise of this show is. Um, maybe I'm, I'm trying to think about it. okay one woman 
maybe plenty of women and maybe plenty of men. And all the guys have girlfriends and they're trying to convince this woman that they don't. No? Ooh, close. Ooh. There's, there's, I think there's only a few, handful of women. Yeah. Bare men. Okay. BBK knew what they were singing about when they were speaking about this show. <laughs> too many men, too many men. Right. Bare man, few girls. And there's good guys, and then there's the fuck boys. Okay. Inverted commas on each. And um, within that, the girls have to try and decipher if they're talking to a good guy or a fuck boy. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's just dating, though. It's so stupid, but like... Jaden just said, that's just dating. They've just characterized... No, 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 but they actually have like characterized these are the official good guys on the show. Yeah. These are the self-proclaimed fuckboys. And oh. then the woman has to like try and figure out which one she wants. Is it entertaining? Terrible. Almost too stupid to watch. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, fair. I'll stop at Love Island. Fair, 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 fair. I'm sorry, fair. I told you that Love Island made you smile, but that's only because we've been messaged about it. Yeah, of course. Nearly on a daily basis. It, it has been, it has been. Shout out to my boy Davide who came in. Oh, Davide. Who came in and I didn't like him at all. <laughs> And it, I think after two episodes, he became my favourite character. Davide had me burning when he was getting on to Ekin Sue. Nah. I can't watch a single episode, you know. Listen, I listen. I need to get on it. Listen, get on it. Ekin Poo Poo has been jarring me every single I day. I told you guys. I told, this, I told everyone about Italians. <laughs> I told everyone. Yaf proclaims that Italians are the, like the Caribbeans or the black people of Europe. Which is really funny. It's factual. I don't know if it's factual, but there are some things that it's check out. True. There's some it's things true. that check out. Oh, okay. Um, why? She gave you the nod, bro. <laughs> I used to work like at a bar. Yeah. Bare Italians I used to work with. I was like, He's like I get it. I get it. <laughs> so laid back, so chilled. They just get like they get when they get irate. They, yeah, they're telling you about shots, it. Mad shots, the whole shit. <laughs> There was this one, um, this one security guard as well. She's like, they call it tequila because it's tequila. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, oh. none of us have ever worked at a bar. So like, every all the out of homies, I think we had retail jobs. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if anyone what. Like, what what's some of the dumb slash crazy funny shit that you experience working at a bar? You see mad stuff. Yeah, the funniest people trying to get free drinks. People trying to. <laughs> Like completely gone. It's just, it's the best environment. I'm not going to lie. Seriously. It's the best environment. I had a friend, uh, two friends that, well, actually three friends that worked in bars, uh, Omar, now, and Vince. Like, and they would always just come back with the funniest of stories. Now has this great impression of like a hood man coming to buy a drink yeah. and they'll be like, hey, yo, let me get two, two Hennessy's, yeah? But on the first Hennessy, make sure there's two ices in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And the second one, put the apple in there, but don't put the apple in too much, yeah? <laughs> And then on the third one, I want a shot. Give yeah, me the shot. But let me get the shot for free, bro. Like, mm, mad specific, mad specific. Or they'll say, yeah, I want a single. Give me a wink. And they'll be like, double. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, okay. <laughs> Too funny, man. Two jokes. Um, and lastly, I, um, I wrote um, a little like piece on Kendrick's album recently. And um, I put it out today, which was really nice, hey. like, which was cool. Like it was cool. Like, How do you feel after putting it out? Really nice. It was very as I find. Obviously, I find writing quite cathartic. And I listen. And this new Kendrick tape had had it put me in a really interesting uh, space whilst I was listening to it the first time. And as I started to like unravel like the, the lyrics and the songs, I started to kind of like really embody what Kendrick was trying to do. And for me, it was like. 
he's going through therapy and he is like facing his fears, his demons, his transgressions. He's like acknowledging things that happened in his past, but he's giving it to the world to see. And I think what he's now done is like open doors for discourse and for people, especially black men, to just like look inward a little bit more and have these conversations, especially with their families, but with their spouses and their friends too. So mm. I found it like a really nice like exercise of writing and thinking and yeah it's been nice to kind of just finally put it out there i've been working on it for like a couple of weeks so yeah that's what's that's what's been making me smile g what song would you say touched you the most oh um the first time i had crown i cried yeah. yeah it's and that's it's a very somber it's like i don't know if it's quite it's somber but in a way that it's like it was funny i was outside it was raining in the morning i was skipping and like he's kind of croons like you can't please everybody mm-hmm. and he like repeats it and as I'm skipping I was like rah like it, it just like it was speaking to me at that very moment you know but I think the most powerful one on there is probably my, Mother I Sober yeah. where like he, I think he talks about um, yeah literally everything and that, that song but there's so much like ups and downs on that album that you're just like this is amazing I like um, is it Die Hard I love that. I song. love that song. It's a bop, in it? Yeah, I love it's the song. It's a real bop, man. It's, it's crazy. I'm at the pain away. I pop the pain away. Do you I'm guys? The pain away. Do you guys think he made the album as a result of COVID and being more introspective, or do you feel like it could have been ready and he was just like, I cannot drop this during COVID because people will lose their Ooh, minds possibly. That's a really good question, bro. But I think it would have been after COVID. Yeah. I think COVID. Do so you think he, he started writing it after COVID? I think he was going through the process of healing and exploring himself during COVID. In the album, he says uh, for two years he had writer's block and he didn't know what he, like he didn't know whether or not he was going to like drop albums and stuff like this. Yeah, because since um, the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. like with what happened, yeah, I don't think he's actually dropped anything. No. So I think there was a lot of pressure on him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like these tracks have kind of been within that progress of, yeah of definitely years. definitely and especially it, with the topics yeah definitely and it was you can you can hear the introspection i think on when i was writing i was saying that in his older albums he tends to give us an experience through the eyes of others and obviously his own experiences but he, he's almost like the observer in so much situations like we get so close to the environment that he's from like kendrick uh, is talking about like his experiences in Compton, his struggle with like his religion and like him and the black, like the black power movement in like Tupimba Butterfly. But you never get to hear like who Kendrick is and what Kendrick's dealing with, you know? And I think this album is something that like really opens the doors for like just vulnerability and truth, which is just a really beautiful thing. So yeah, it was really nice to kind of just like figure it out have like this little exercise and finally put it outside so you can listen to that one. Oh, read that whenever question mm. if you had like 10 of the hardest boys that would never open up what's something you might say to them not say to them Ooh. or what would you play them <clears throat> set the room set the set the scene for the room right so yes Jaden. that's a really good question Jay, Come man. On, fam. yeah natural fam um right so I'm in a room with like 10, 10 kids, like 10, go- how, how, how old are they? Let's say 18 to 25. 18 to 25. What would I say to them? And I guess it depends, it all depends on their life experience, isn't it? 
but I think for me, it'd be like, yo, like, life is bigger than yourself. Do you know what I mean? Life is bigger than yourself. And I think when you start to open yourself up to the world and see things from a whole different perspective and meet different people that are not just like you, you start to realise that, like, <clears throat> even though the, the struggles and the battles that you have, a lot of people still go through the same things. And you're very you're able to... Um, to look past the things that have happened in your past and create um, create positive change for yourself, like here and now, you know, because I think the reason why some people or some boys, especially from our community, end up the way they do is because they think that they have to. But on top of that, the environments that they're in force them to be that way. And the biggest thing or the biggest impact that, uh, that I've had or the thing that's had the biggest impact on me was literally leaving the ends, isn't it? And I think when you start to branch out and you get to explore the other, not even the other side, but other sides of you, you start to realise that you don't have to fit into this mould or this box that society tells you that you have to be in. Because in actual fact, like, some of those kids or some of those boys that are, some, like, the hardest, they might, they might have, like, things that they like, but they're scared to admit. Do you know what I mean? Because, because of the environments that they're Virtual. in or the people that they're around, isn't it? They might actually like listening to Billie Eilish. Do you know what I mean? And sing it on the top of their, their, their lungs. But, but they're never going to say that. But the thing is, that's what makes you different. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes you, like, go beyond and bigger than the places that you're from, innit? And I think, like, being able to um, embrace your individuality as, an individ as a person is one of the most powerful things that you can ever do. And I think, like, even though... It's true, you know? Yeah. I feel like people gravitate towards that as well. Right. And, like, some of the people that I love in this world, like, are people that just live in their truth every single day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and when you see them, it's like, you just don't care. It is, isn't it? It's like, you don't actually fucking care. Mm. And, I, 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 like, that's one thing that I'm just like, look, you don't actually have to... You get me? Not Care to a point, but not really about the opinions of others because you're going to live this life yourself. Like your your the way that you go move and maneuver through this life, you're not gonna take all your boys or the things that you have with you. Yes, you might have some trauma or whatever, and I, I shouldn't say whatever because trauma is real. But at the same time, it's like the the trauma that you have doesn't necessarily have to define you or keep you in a space that you have. You can actually just like use it to empower you to do something else or something better. Yeah. yeah. I just make a joke and then like take it from there. <laughs> I got too serious. All right, it? who's the most fucked up in this room? Which one of y'all? <laughs> we'd all oh, just start man. like talking about our bullshit. Trust but I'd, me, I'd, I'd I'd basically trick them into talking about their trauma. Yeah, yeah, no, by exactly. making it a competition because they'd compete with each other. Nah, fam, that's nothing, bro. Man had to do. Da, 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 I like that. I like that though. I like that. What I did you say? So then you slide tackle someone. <laughs> then, then you slide tackle, tackle someone. Because like, like football, exactly. <laughs> I think, I think, no, but that's really good though. Because if, imagine if it was me and you, you could hit that, you could start it like that. Do you know what I mean? You could, this one thing about your bro that I'm sure you know already, but I do tell him, he has this, this ability to disarm people 
whether, no matter what the situation is, no matter if they're in person or on a fucking Zoom call, mm. Yaf has the ability to let like to make people's guards fall down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And connect to them on a level where they feel very comfortable. Mm. And then I have this ability to like really connect with people on a really um, deep and emotional level. So once Yaf has gone, <laughs> I can just be like, yeah, let me just poke this a little Once I've played the through ball, <laughs> yeah, just Kieran's there finishing to off finish because life is football. <laughs> Do you know what? We've actually had time, but we did, like, you did ask a question before we got on the, the air, Jadian, about um, what was the question that you asked us? Do you want to touch on that before we... Yeah, let's yeah. touch on that. So we were talking about branding. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I said something like... Has, has it branded, always been like yeah, yeah. Has branding essentially accentuated aspects of humanity mm. that has always been there? Or has social media just come and amplified, amplified it, yeah, essentially? Yeah, yeah. I think was the question. That's a really good question. That's a really and and um yeah I'm gonna ask you to to take the floor on this Ooh. one first. Ooh. Not as an expert, my turn. <laughs> uh, Brandon's always been there, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Before Brandon, before Brandon was well, brand well, advertising and branding was what like fifties. We were talking as, in, as, as a person, yeah. Branding yourself as a person. Okay, okay. It's always been there, though. Yeah, always. Whether you're a guy trying to get girls. And you want to be the funny guy mm. or you want to be the emotional guy yeah. or the guy that's good at dancing, mm. whatever. Mm. Everyone always plays into their their strengths, which is essentially them playing into their brand. Okay. And now there are just more opportunities, more touch points, more um, parts of you that you can showcase to people through social media. And if you just want to show one side of yourself to social media you can do that mm. and therefore build a strong brand around one particular thing mm. it might be your art you're more than just an artist but if you want to be known as JD and the artist for people who don't know you that's how they'll see you in it mm-hmm. and so I feel like what social media does is it allows you to craft your brand a lot more fine-tuned than what you can do in real life because someone could see you in real life and not know you're an artist they might say, oh, she looks creative, but they might not know you're an artist. And mm. I think social media just allows you to be a lot more specific in what it is you want to communicate to the world. I like that. I do like that, man. And I probably would agree with you because I don't think I have much to add to, to that. I'm just thinking about like branding from before like the social media era and wondering whether or not um, people in themselves would have been, yeah, as you said, Jeff, using the skills that they had, all their talents to brand themselves. I guess before then, it was only people with talents, though, wasn't yeah. it? It, was, it wasn't people who were... Social like, media bought skill. Right. So it wasn't necessarily people who were working in factories. They're not going to brand themselves. Like, quote-unquote, housewives or house husbands, they weren't going to brand themselves either. Do you know what I mean? But it was going to be... Here's, an, here's a point that just actually came to my head. It wasn't. It's, it's social media has allowed people to brand themselves personally. I think before you would have been showcased as a brand through a um, like a, a corporation or through a um, a machine. We still are in some cases when you think about like artists and um, actors and whoever. But I think, as you said about scale, 
if you have a talent now, you now have a platform in which you can use that to brand yourself. Because before, I guess, if you were Marilyn Monroe, I was about to say Marilyn Manson, but that would have been a faux pas. Um, Marilyn Manson... <laughs> I said it. <laughs> I said it. If you were Marilyn Monroe, she never branded herself, so to speak. I, 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 you could make the argument she did, but I don't think she branded herself. I think Hollywood branded... Marilyn Manson. Marilyn <laughs> <laughs> I have fumbled the bag. Hey, I have temporarily too. fumbled the bag. You don't know what Marilyn Manson looks like? Marilyn Monroe? Wow, if Marilyn we show Mon- you a- Monroe. Marilyn if Monroe. I show you a picture of Marilyn Manson, you're going to... No, Marilyn Monroe and Marilyn Man- Manson, tonight. they look completely different. They're actually polar opposites. <laughs> Literally. But you know what, yeah? Um, with social media... It's provided an incentive for people to be more conscious about their brand. Yes. Yes. I think that's the thing. And I was listening to something the other day and they said the developers of Instagram, they must have been very intentional with labeling followers, followers. Of course. Like, whereas with Facebook, you have friends. Mm -hmm. Instagram, you have followers. So Mm -hmm. naturally, that will make it the ego platform. The more followers you have... Just language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. as small as that. It's true. It's and I guess like I have before to say you Twitter have did start that, but uh, well, True. Started it. <laughs> All right. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Metaverse loaded. <laughs> um, communities. Yeah, no, I think um, like before you had fans, innit? You, you, you never had followers. Oh. Only only cults had followers. Only fans. Huh? Huh? What? Only fans. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, someone said my voice was very sexy and that I should start an OnlyFans just talking. Or they could just listen to the podcast. Exactly. This is exactly what I said. Was this one of your new followers on TikTok? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, by the way, guys, by the way, guys, before we wrap this up, yeah. So, I've started a a TikTok account. Kieran said. (laughs) Tell them, tell them, tell them. them, We had a call, yeah. Tell them. We had a call that out of homies. Tell them. The first one in a while, my ad. We're absolutely (laughs) boying it. But we recognized that. And we said we'd have a call to get things straight. (laughs) Kieran jumps on the the call. Topless. Much like myself, actually, my ad. (laughs) You do it more than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, guys. I I found found my calling. I'm going to be the next TikTok sensation. He was dead serious. He was dead ass. I was dead ass. I was dead ass. Talk to us about your new journey very quickly. So yeah, um, and I think this is where the the actual conversation came from, from Jadine. I was basically saying how she should jump on TikTok because as creators, it's actually a very good platform because what it does when you continue to use it and it finds out your algorithm, it finds you followers and your fans, right? So... I um I've been a friend of mine has been telling me for time, Kieran, get your music on TikTok, do all the things you do on on IG on TikTok. Like you're a very personable person, people will like to see you, you see bank. you, sort of thing. You bank, sort of thing. And I was like, nah, I wasn't really on it, wasn't really on it. And then one day I just said, no, nah, let me just put something out there, it? I really enjoy it. I really, I really enjoy it, bro. I enjoy it because... Watch the space, yeah. Yeah, what, bro, watch this space. I'm just going to dash videos up there and see whatever sticks. Mm, and new then passion. New passion, man. <laughs> new passion. So if you see me, if you see me, I'm at brand new, bro. If I start getting millions of views on, on the TikTok. We say next like, time you're a motor, it's different. They'll be like, yo, that's Kieran from TikTok. I was like, yeah, it's me, bruv. 
It's me. Never really love me. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Never really love me. Um, but yeah, today's been great, man. It's been I loved a, it. It's been a really cool episode. JD, you should come some more often, man. Then, oh shit oh, yeah. shit then shit then but um, big shout out to the other homies Stephen and Kwame who couldn't be with us today but they will be back next week when myself well actually me and Yaf will be with Kwame I'm not sure if Stephen will be back next week the man them are just different time zones isn't literally it? different time zones but never we will be in podcast. Amsterdam Neverlanding podcast out of home podcast of the world <laughs> Neverland um, but yeah this has been the out of home podcast with your boys and girl Kieran Yaf and Jay Dean. I hope you enjoyed this one. Like, comment, subscribe to my TikTok and support. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly the TikTok. We need Kieran to blow to front the out of home podcast, fam. <laughs> we need we need a new Hey, we need we need some new life in this, bro. <laughs> Just hey. me, bro. But yeah, and if you feel if you feel like giving us some money, give us some money. Alright, see you All later, right, man. Cool. Bless Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> hey, hey, you look. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.